Congratulations! You're listening to a Radio 1 91 FM podcast. The person I'm going to talk to right now is the creator of said soundbed. And I wonder if he even knows that I do do that. Ah, I don't know that, but that's that's very gratifying for me personally. It's actually in our soundbed list. And and, and I've wondered to myself, does that count uh, to um, KPIs? Does that go towards funding for you every time I play that as a soundbed? Um, I would say probably not, but I would also <laughs> say that it's probably not the biggest uh, factor facing me down for that funding. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Either, so it's not hurting, it's not helping. Yeah. Right, I'm joined by Isaac McFarlane. You'll know him from uh, two cartoons, sports, and many other projects, uh, including this one, Hako, um, and also as the creator, founder, and CEO of uh, the Two Days Project. Morena to you. Oh, good morning. It's, it's, it's beautiful to be on Radio 1 um, and talking to you, Jamie. And mm. a big shout-out to Tommy T and all the crew there. Like, I miss... I miss it was a great part of my life being down there. Yes, yeah, and you know it, it, that's great. I can't wait myself to be able to say that it was a great part of my life then. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we'll get you there, mate. We'll get you there. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm sure the listeners can't wait either. Uh, right, the two days project, two days uh, twenty one, or because it's the year, uh, it's number three. Kicked off back in 2018, I believe. Um, what was the initial idea around this project? What was what was the you know the need that you saw f- that needed to be filled? Um, that's an excellent question, Jamie. Um, and the the answer was essentially uh, I was talking trash about New Zealand Music Month. Um, which is which is also a good New Zealand musician uh, pastime. Yes, um, it is. But I also was in a in a mode where I'm trying to continuously be in the mode of not only shit talking, but maybe doing something uh, a, a different thing, um, building something at the same time. And that year, I was like, well, I, my my big problem with it was that we didn't seem to be as creative about presenting the creative thing, i.e., like a creative way to present the music. And um, I just thought, well, let's just steal something. And so I looked at the 48-hour film festival, and I said, well, making music is so much easier than making uh, film. So mm. because we're lazy, let's just keep it at the same time length and um, ask slash blackmail a bunch of talented people around the country to um, make a song in 48 hours. And what I found out is that musicians are idiots, and if you give them a deadline, even if it's completely arbitrary, they will give you music back. That's um, amazing. Yeah. Um, it's great. 48 hour, the 48 hour film comp is something that I've done uh, a few times and won quite a few awards, I must say. Uh, and it was actually um, through the 48 hour film comp that I uh, began my association with Radio 191 FM. So if it wasn't for the 48 hour film comp, I wouldn't be here. It's an incredibly hard, like, the 48-hour film comp is, like, legitimately a yeah. very tough thing to do. And a, and a big and a big community-building thing, which is what, you know, you're pointing out right now. And I think music needs more community-building venues um, than just the venues themselves, or radio shows like your own. So mm. just trying to help out with that, really. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I guess because, you know, uh, there's lots of f- factions within music, right? And that, is, I guess, is created through genre. Um, but when it comes to film, um, you know, if you're a, 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 a director of horror films, you, you're still associating with directors of other films as well all the time. But it's, it's different with music sometimes. I don't think it's like that in Dunedin, necessarily. 
but in other cities like Auckland, there's certainly scenes that don't really kind of cross over. But um, anyway, um, so the, the, we just exactly gave the premise. You, you've got 48 hours to write, uh, produce... Uh, and everything else that goes into doing a song. I mean, is it a difficult pro- process f- to do it in 48 hours? If everything goes right, it's it's not. It's enjoyable. If the flow doesn't... Because everyone does it over the same weekend, so people have different experiences. Um, for me personally, last year was really easy for the track that I made. This year was extremely hard. Having um, So it, 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 it can be easy, and but it also... <laughs> If you um, if you're just not feeling it, if you if you can't get the decisions made, and um, it can it can start getting quite tough. Yeah. That deadline coming in, yeah. Have some people not made it? No, everyone who commits to it makes it. I'm very proud of that. That's amazing. That's yeah. amazing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Maybe have many that have just gone. Oh, I just know. Um, I've had some people who are like on the Saturday. They're like, oh, sorry, I didn't actually start. Like, I I've too busy. I'm like, oh yeah, that's totally cool. <laughs> um, which is which is why we don't announce the lineup before the weekend. But I will say that everyone sits down, and it has led to like there's a couple of tracks in this compilation, and I know know there were a few last year that were started on the Sunday morning, so they were done in like 12 hours or less, uh-huh. um, and they end up actually being quite good. You know, pressure yeah. and limitations are not bad things for creativity. Good old Paul Cathro. Um <laughs> love Paul Cathro. Oh is- God. Is he the most underrated songwriter in Aotearoa? Well, if you listen to my podcast with Paul Castro, Hakobi, which I have, Paul Castro, I I make that case, yes. and I and I I think I think he is criminally underrated. I mm-hmm. think that the music he writes um, is some of the best versions of the guitar music that New Zealand makes very good on its own. But in an extended thing, I think he's a re- he's representative of what I would call like the forgotten. Flying Nun or Forgotten like Dunedin Sound where like all the spotlight was on this you know uh, older other stuff and I think people have been really unwilling to go I think it's a, a very closer generation of Dunedin musicians have been in some ways passed over by the by the media or by uh, the public at large mm-hmm. um, uh, which deserve the same if not more attention I think and Paul Cathro would be a big part of that. Yeah, yeah, I wholeheartedly agree. Um, okay, so this is the third rendition of of this two days project. Is this just a sneaky way of promoting your own music? Um, yes. <laughs> so, it, it, well, but like that—that's my whole thing. Like, yeah. I think, I think musicians, the, the, like, we're really good at making music, but we're at being creative. But we're not very good at creatively thinking about what to do around our music. Mm-hmm. And, we, and that's when we fall prey to like kind of lazy PR people or like just um, you know oh, post on Instagram and like that kind of shit you know yeah. um, and I really want to try and promote the idea that your your projects around your music can actually be as creative and as fun and community building as your music itself yeah exactly I mean when I look back at um, in my pa- in, in my past growing up as a teenager um, you know I used to listen to a lot of punk rock and I got into a lot of different bands through compilations. And the compilation was a great way of promoting um, a lot of unknown bands. And, uh, and, and it was a creative way of, of getting music out there. And it was a big thing back in the day, um, the compilation. And it's something that I think has disappeared in music in, in modern times. And, and bringing it back in this way... Um, 
makes it kind of niche enough to make it um, y- y- to, to, to help push it out there. Like, I mean, I've seen all the press behind two days, and you, you've got quite a, lo- a lot of it. Um, and I, that's not only for the fact that, you know, it's an exciting project, but it's because it's a, the kind of thing that's not done anymore, and it's kind of exciting and, and kind of fresh. There's a huge hole. And that's and like that brings us back to the New Zealand Music Month thing, just feeling like there's a there is a lack of interesting content being put out there. But yeah. it's also it, you're, you've you've correctly identified the reasoning for most of the things I do, which is I will want something to consume myself, whether it's like a compilation of New Zealand music or it's a podcast where you actually get to talk to the musicians for a length of time. Um, and I don't see that happening, so I'm like, well, if I do it, it'll without even trying, it'll probably fill that hole a little bit, and it just does. It's kind of like like instead of trying to compete with all these people, like big media companies doing the same shit over and over, um, why not just try and make something different? And to your point of comp- compilations, I totally agree. I would say yes, Dunedin is a big standout in that. Um, I can't remember the exact title. It might have been. It wasn't temporary, was it? It was something else. Oh no, that it was, was temporary. Like, yeah, the, the the attic compilation. I think yeah. it was right. And it had yeah. Case, like that. That it was a again a, a, a formative part of me growing up was being introduced to things like that in Dunedin. Mm. And mm. I would say that the 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 the, um, the the only thing missing with the good stuff that comes out of Dunedin is, is like the e- equal national media that is competent and can actually try and deliver that to more people. It's not yeah. Dunedin, it's not a quality thing, it's the, the machinery thing. So I'm trying to do stuff about that as well. Yeah, the temporary um, from Fishrider Records was great. And, you know, I mean, that uh, Flying Nun started off with the, the Dunedin Double um, as well, which was a, a little compilation. They had many through the years. Tortara was the compilation um, that I was given when I was 12 years old. It was the first Flying Nun stuff I'd ever heard. Mm. Um, and that got me into a whole bunch of different bands. It was great. It was great. It was just a way of, of just finding uh, new bands. Um, um, so it was brilliant. So it was such, such a great idea. It's, it's a wonderful project. And I'm so happy that you've, you've managed to keep it going for so long. Um, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, you know, <laughs> not that, you know, that, that's the thing that's it's going to fall. Oh, I've done it twice. I, I don't need to do it anymore. Um, but it's, it's exciting and it's fresh. And like you said, you know, the, it did, you sell Music Month kind of did stagnate there for quite some time. It was just like, oh, yeah, sweet. There's some posters around. And, and, and yeah, um, you know, the student radio networks, w- which we play, you know, I mean, right now, Radio 1, I think, is, is sitting at about 70% New Zealand music anyway. Yeah. But, but yeah, we're doing things, but no one, you know, the, the major players aren't really doing anything. No, and I'm kind of sick of it, if I'm honest. Like, we can't max. It's the same story with, like, you know, you guys, BFM, Radioactive, there's, there's a certain maximum effort, maximum um, resources, maximum kind of shit that you guys can do and I think if you're pretty much have at a long time been at that point and I think it's very clear that bigger corporations corporate media um, some of our like New Zealand music industry apparatus is not going to willingly come to the party and understand um, that times have changed and it's time to kind of maybe try some new things so for me the answer to that solution is for artists 
kind of understand a little bit more of their own power mm. and how in 2021 we can actually be building little interconnected systems of our own. I hate this word, but influence, you know, like artists yeah. actually have power. Um, you, you, you're the people that get people to come out of their houses to gigs, like um, like Tono said to me the other day, and and like you're you, like you're the ones with authority. Like you make the music, you have a lot more authority than some random person who's making a, a curated playlist, you know. So I just I want to challenge artists to really um, step into their role as curators, as um, as, as 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 leaders in the New Zealand music industry, you know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get it. It's great. Um, just quickly, um, so who's on this compilation this time? Oh man, heaps of people. Um, in, 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 in Dunedin specific terms, I've got D. Stevens from yep. uh, Marlin Streaming. He mm-hmm. is on it. Um, absolutely amazing addition. Um, it's really hard to get uh, bands involved because it's yeah. two days, and I don't. I would feel horrible if anyone spent any money recording on my behalf because it's just a little DIY project so usually it's bedroom producers but um, so we've got D Stevens we've got uh, Kraus Paul Cathro's on there we've got a, some great bands from Auckland like Park Road um, I'm on there Jake Love from Sean's B-Day is on there we've got Richard Data from Glass Bolts did a track mm-hmm. Lucky Boy um, mainly I, I focus mainly on up and coming people that I really like because I think at the moment, the gap that I can help fill is kind of the one just below what you guys and the and the B nets fill. So, like almost like hyper grassroots. Yeah. Get them into spheres like yourselves, where you guys can pick them up and t- and take them like quite a long way. And if we work on that for a while and build a really successful base, then the problem of getting them uh, into that big barren middle ground of media. Um, will be the next thing to solve. So, yeah. 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 And I just want to say a big shout-out to Dunedin, because I went to Welcome to Nowhere uh, in Wellington, and there were lots of Wellington bands, a couple of Auckland bands I played there, and then there was a very small Dunedin contingent. And I would have to say that the the quality of Dunedin bands, um, which I always knew was there, was extremely apparent at the uh, festival. Night Lunch were there, and they absolutely killed it. Yeah, And the Astarangu slash Males team were there as well, and they fucking... Smashed it as well as Bathosphere. So big shout out! Like there's stuff happening in Dunedin, and I really want it to uh, to keep pushing. Well, there always is. Yeah, check out Bathosphere's um, new album. Just got released. It's amazing. It's so it's so really so good. Genius. Oh, mate, I know, and it's so good to actually have her up front and centre after doing all the great that work that she's done behind the scenes. She's kind of worked in reverse of you. Like you, you know, yeah. you started on the stage, and which you're still doing now. But now you're starting to make waves behind it. Uh, she was making waves behind it, and now she's making those waves up front too. So it's great to see. Um, well, Isaac, it's always a pleasure, my friend. Uh, yeah, I really, I'm really missing you, and I'm really missing Dunedin and, and the whole crew. So I am planning on hopefully coming down and just hanging out, you know, and actually chilling instead of, like, turning everything into content. That would be really nice. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that would be good. Let's let's go have a coffee instead of talking on the radio. Yeah, fuck that shit. Yeah, yeah. Um, all right, so I'm going to play a couple of songs off the um, off the compilation. Now, where can we find it? You've got it on the band camp? Yep, you can find it on my band camp, Harko, H-A-H-K-O dot band camp, uh, but you can stream it on all the streaming services, just... Two days, which is T W O get D A Z E twenty one, 
Mm-hmm. Um, and if you like any of the songs, please go to those artists' band camps and support them or give them a follow or give them a share, you know, like that's, we want to help New Zealand music, so go focus on them. Indeed, indeed. Well, I'm going to play a couple of tracks off it now, two of them. Um, I'm going to, because I've never heard Crumpet before. Um, that is uh, two members of the Daffodils. Well, there we go then. So I'm going to play Crumper, and I would be remiss if I didn't play Paul Cathra. Uh, <laughs> it's a, that song is amazing, and I realise... I, I, I think he might hate this if he heard me say this, but I think the reason I like it so much is it reminds me of a really good, like, Jet song from, like, the first album. Wow. <laughs> yeah. 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 Currently, I have Jared Smith in studio sitting beside me listening to this interview, and you just should have just seen his face. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Hey, thank you so much. Two days, D A Z E twenty one is out. Go find it on Hako's um, a band camp, or just look it up online. You'll be able to find it, listen to it, find some new New Zealand music. That's what New Zealand Music Month is all about. It's about discovering new New Zealand talent, not just um, celebrating what we already know and love, but it's about finding the stuff that you're going to love. Um, so, Isaac, thank you so much. It's great to hear your voice. It's great to talk to you, and we'll talk again soon, my friend. Jamie, you're a legend. Shout out to Radio 1. Cheers, brother. See you. That was a Radio 191 FM podcast. Find more at r1.co.nz.